Hello and welcome to Beyond the Flow of Time, a podcast all about Chrono Trigger. Today we're going to talk about seeds, the art of sowing, and the beauty of growing and the significance of all of these in the world of Chrono Trigger. Thank you to everyone for all your well wishes and concerns. I'm pretty much back to 100% other than the occasional cough or sniffle. But first, just like always, I'll drop a spoiler warning for those of you who haven't made it far enough into the game to understand the significance of seeds, or for those who have wandered here by accident. Alright, as you all know, with Chrono Trigger being a time travel story, the plot tends to jump around in various eras out of a normal time sequence. I'm going to try and keep this as simple as possible without becoming confusing, and mostly I'm worried about confusing myself, not confusing you guys. So we'll start in 2300 AD in the failed refrigeration storage, where Chrono plucks a seed from a decaying corpse. Now I've talked about this before... But I'll refresh everyone to my theory as to what happened, and then we will move on. So this is an excerpt from the third episode of this podcast titled The Bleak Future. Once inside, you find the rumors of food storage are true, but the refrigeration units have failed. Luca comes to this conclusion after Marl comments on how the area reeks, because all the food is completely rotten. I can't imagine the smell. I know I'm not the only one who's forgotten vegetables in the bottom of the fridge or a pack of chicken that got pushed to the back. And that smell is horrid enough, but to be in a storage unit with enough food to feed an entire dome and all of it spoiled, that would be a stench one would not soon forget. Nestled against the back wall, the group finds the remains of a dome dweller, long deceased, his body having succumbed to decay along with the food. He's holding a seed, and the party takes it. I don't think it's explicitly explained, but heavily implied that he was gravely injured by the Guardian. He did not defeat it, obviously, but somehow managed to make it past, and then upon searching desperately for a way to feed his family, stumbled upon the seeds and died grasping onto the only hope he could find in a lost and dying world. Another theory that I concocted is that upon entering, he did find... Plenty of perfectly preserved food, but the Guardian shut down the refrigeration and trapped him inside. Having some knowledge of gardening and crop growth, he collected the seeds and held them near and dear, hoping that if any other robots came in, they would ignore his dead body, thus securing a modicum of chance that someone would later find him. Now, he is referred to only as Daddy by his child and Husband by his wife a collective term for farming and crop growing being husbandry. Seeing as lineage is a very integral part of Chrono Trigger, this man could very well be a descendant of Fiona and Marco, but it is not known whether the two of them had any children before their passing. All right, the group returns the seed to Doan, and I always feel like this is like some huge disappointment. These people are starving, but instead of being presented with food, they are given a single seed to plant. Now, as the player, we have the advantage of seeing multiple moments in time, while the residents in the cataclysmic future only see what is directly in front of them. Now, the Chrono Wiki describes the seed as normally used to grow single plants, but these seeds possess 
possess unlimited potential and are symbols of hope for those who come across them. Throughout history, amongst many forms of media and entertainment, the planting of a seed is quite symbolic. Oftentimes we use the expression, to plant a seed, as a means to describe giving a person information or advice they may not heed immediately or may not apply directly to their current situation. We step back and find solace that our seed has been planted, and perhaps one day it will take root. Dedication and patience are quickly learned by anyone who plants. Also, somewhat archaically, planting a seed was a term used when a man would impregnate a woman. And my point in all this is that there is life in seeds. Life does not exist without first experiencing growth, and you can take that literally or figure or metaphorically. All right, so back to the main topic. When Chrono and his friends returned to 2300 AD to retrieve the Epoch from Belthazar, several potted plants are seen in both the Eris and Trandome. So at least one person has made the dangerous trek through Site 16, or Lab 16, to reach the Trandome. And I'm not sure how a single seed can be used to grow multiple plants. There's obviously something special about this seed. Uh, this brings up the topic we just discussed. Did the unfortunate soul in the storage room know the importance of what he held as he died? Now, with the entity giving divine influence over the party, part of me wonders if this man would have been part of the group if he had lived, endowed with knowledge from the entity on how to try and save the planet, or at the very least, to grasp the seed and hold it close, as it being on his decaying body was the only place the machines would dare not look or disturb. Perhaps his death led the party to Robo. Had this brave soul still been alive, he would have been adamant about not letting the group near the broken down robot. As the inhabitants of 2300 AD know nothing about them, save that they are killing machines, ruthless, emotionless, and precise. I believe he would have been eager to do whatever was necessary to help feed his family, and change the world back to what it was before, something none of them had ever seen aside from pictures or videos. Or, had he or another been successful, the group would have arrived in a flourishing future, inhibited only by the machines they constantly warred against. Instead, the group finds Robo, and with nobody to stop them, Luca repairs the humanoid and is able to reprogram him. She also, and this is not explicitly stated, uh, it's just a theory of mine, but she changes the fuel source that allows him to operate. And to be honest, given Luca's love for all things robotic and scientific, there's a good chance she would have fixed Robo and gathered information. But like I said earlier, any resident from the future would have freaked out at the thought. And I've never noticed if there's any dialogue, like if you would if you were to take Robo back to any of the domes. Uh, I've honestly thought about checking on that to see... Uh, logically, that in introduction would not go well. Similar to Sarah Connor meeting the Terminator in Judgment Day after having nearly been killed by one years prior that looked identical. It's like you have a horrible encounter with a humanoid robot. You're kind of forever tainted, you know, even though someone's trying to convince you, oh, it's just the programming, it's just the programming. I don't think the reaction would be that great. Each and every decision made by every living creature on Earth impacts the future in different ways of varying degrees. Luca is blessed, and I think because of one man's sacrifice, his blessing was then bestowed 
upon Prometheus. That and Luca's divine favor, and I know I use that term all the time, but it's the it's the best way to describe what it is. It has had an immense impact and continues to do so through the entire course of the game. The saying goes that one will reap what they sow. And everything starts as a seed and must be nourished and cared for. Hopefully the environment it is placed in is ideal to maximize potential, but this isn't always the case. Sometimes seeds are cast by the wayside are not taken care of, yet are expected to flourish. Occasionally, they will take root defiantly, like a flower blooming out of the cracks of pavement in an abandoned parking lot. On the subject of growth, and forgive me for going so far off topic, I was discussing this just the other day with someone who acknowledged their own personal growth, but they weren't happy with where they were despite of how far they had come. And my response to that was weeds can shoot up overnight. It is rapid growth and change from nearly nothing into a defiant structure rising higher than all the blades of grass around it, but it is weak and it draws attention to itself and soon will be cut down. An oak tree will grow and change over the course of decades to finally become mature and bear fruit. It doesn't take a genius to figure out oak trees are stronger than weeds. So to anyone struggling with growth and change, don't be so hard on yourself. Sometimes just making it through the day is enough. Just keep pressing forward. I have a quote here that I love. It's from the 1998 Pokemon movie where Mewtwo says, I see now that circumstances of one's birth is irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Just know that no matter the condition of your soil, the lack of proper water or sunlight, you can overcome to grow even in the direst of circumstances and situations. I'm going to take a short break and play some music and then I will return and we will finish out this episode. This song is The Day the World Revived by Alex Rincon off of his new album Time's Eclipse. I hope that all of you have been taking the time to enjoy this music that I feature on here, but this song in particular really resonates with the theme of this episode, so please do yourself a favor and listen. Seeds, we pray. May this seed be exhaustless. 
Alright, welcome back. So now we're going to fast forward, or backward, to 12,000 BC, known as either Antiquity or the Dark Ages. And Chrono here has an encounter in Zeal Palace, and Enlightened One has a seed given to her by, and, and there's a little discrepancy here, I have to figure out, uh, by Gaspar, Guru of Time, against the wishes of Queen Zeal. And so I found conflicting information. Uh, the Chrono Wiki says the seed was presented by Gaspar, while the Chrono Compendium cites the seed was presented by Melchior. Now, similar to the seed recovered in the future, this seed is capable of restoring an entire forest if nourished. The seed is cited as a sapling with powers to cure the environment. The woman with the seed fears to plant it as the, her queen informs her not to. If you choose to convince her to ignore the queen's demands, the seed will be passed down through the generations and end up in the hands of Fiona, who will use it to replant the forest surrounding her villa on the Xenon continent once the monsters in the sunken desert have been vanquished. Um, the seed is incorrectly ascribed to Balthazar after the fall of Zeol. The Japanese version confirms that Melchior made it. The North American version omits the detail about Fiona's family holding the seed for generations. So that information is true. It, it is passed down to Fiona, but it's not exactly explained in the North American release. Robo stays behind to help and is met 400 years later. And since time has passed normally for him, he is now over 700 years old. The oldest character in the game by a long shot, except for Lavos. Now, after Robo reunites with Chrono and his friends, the seed is placed on the altar of Fiona's shrine. Also, speaking of Lavos, his spiky outer shell is similar to a chestnut, and the fact that he burrows deep underground to grow is very similar to, well, a seed. And finally, to close everything out, I have an excerpt from Green Ganon, who wrote on the Chrono Compendium, and I would like to share this. Three saplings are seen throughout the game. The first was made by Melchior and given to a woman in Zeal. It was later planted by this woman after the fall. The second was seen inside Fiona's hut and was presumably planted by her to restore the forest. The third and last appearance comes in 2300 AD. The sapling grew out of a seed held by a dead heiress dome man who ventured underground to find food. The first seed is the only to play an active role in changing history, as it allows the Fiona's Forest side quest. But do these seeds really have mystical qualities? The first clearly allowed Fiona's Forest to hang on long enough to allow the sunken desert to be exposed and entered by the time travelers. The second seed probably assisted in Robo's restoration of the forest, and the third gave hope for the people of the ruined future and presumably was going to bear fruit before history was changed. These saplings can be thought of as descending from the one created by Melchior in 12,000 BC. They all play a role in replenishing hope. Melchior's seed is probably magically engineered through science and genetics to be an aggressive plant capable of thriving in a multitude of environments and creating byproducts that gave the necessary nutrients for all other plants to grow as well. All right, I'll wrap up this episode with some thank yous and credits. I hope you like this and continue to come back. I enjoyed having you. First of all, another huge thank you to the folks on the Chronoverse Facebook page and the Chrono Trigger Facebook page for your love and support. It means more to me than you may ever know. 
And of course, the thumbnail is by Ricardo Borquez. You can find him on Behance or DeviantArt by the handle Coborquez. The intro is The Outer Forest by Zidro. The ambience throughout the episode was Dark Rainy Night by Kinland. The spoiler warning was Rain by Machine. The music playing during the intermission was The Day the World Revived by Alex Rincon. Check him out on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Facebook, and YouTube. I would like to mention again that Alex has officially released a full-length Chrono Trigger album titled Times Eclipsed, and it is now available on all major platforms. And the outro was Under the Rain by Mikfus. This podcast is available on all major platforms. You can visit Beyond the Flow of Time on Facebook to find links or sort search your favorite podcast app. Also, if you have any ideas or topics you'd like discussed, art, fan fiction, anything at all, you can email me at beyondtheflowoftime at gmail.com or message the Facebook page. Episode 8 will be titled Until the Very End and will be available in early July. Thank you for listening.